You just like hearing the sound of your own voice, huh? Yeah. Thought so. Anyway, let me look and see if I wrote any notes about this episode. <laughs> I started writing down uh, uh. notes the other day for uh, episode titles, and one was called Dear John. Wow. And then the other was, Here's Johnny. <laughs> anyway. So what'd you decide on? I don't know yet. Probably going to get high and think of something funnier. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to start it off, and also Terry said, and I do agree with this, that I need some kind of intro when I come in, like, hey, everyone, and or some outro at least that's the same every time, but I can't think of anything. Um, Stay creamy. <laughs> Cream big. Maybe you should just be, like, talking during, like, whenever your show starts. Uh-huh. And then be like, oh, hey. Like this, like we're bantering with each other, like if I have a guest. Yeah. And then I'm like, then the music comes in. Oh, hey, everyone. So I could play everything we just said now into what we've just done. Including your, yeah, including your burp. That was pretty sexy. It might turn too many people on. Put it on your OnlyFans. I could absolutely do it. Make a fortune. All right, what is up, everyone? It is your girl, Sarah B. here. Oh, welcome to the next episode. I am here today, not alone this time. I have a very special guest, and I mean special. Hello. My boyfriend, John. Hi, how are you? Jonathan Ramirez. Why are you throwing my name out there? The man who hates his name to be known. But you're on my podcast, so people are going to know what your name is. I mean, they already know. They already know. But you say it in public. Yeah, but I don't understand why that's a thing with you. You're very strange. I, I don't know. I just don't like it. Mm, interesting. All right, guys. Well, we are here to uh, talk about some exciting stuff today. I really actually don't know what we're going to talk about. I hope it's exciting for you anyway, the listeners. Um, you know, we're going to cover some things. Uh, exciting fact right now. We're in a fight. Are we fighting? Yeah, we're fighting. You know, we're, you know we're fighting. You're fighting. We're fighting. I just take longer to get over things. You get over them immediately and expect everything to be okay, but it's not. So basically we're fighting and still I had to do a podcast. It is due to be posted on Tuesday. This was the plan for us to come record and we're fighting. So here we are. We are dedicated. She's fighting. And maybe maybe this will be some weird fucked up kind of couples counseling. I don't know. Totally. And uh, we're also here. John asked me uh, before we started, should I know anything? What's this going to be about? What is like the agenda? I don't want to be surprised by anything. Um, so naturally, what we're going to talk about is, when is he going to propose? <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, thought that would make you a little uncomfortable, and I could clearly see you were uncomfortable, and I think everybody heard in that laugh there that you were very uncomfortable. Just a little bit. Anyway, we won't get to that just yet, but you know, we might get back to that in a little bit. That's what everybody is wanting to hear. So uh, let's just talk about us a little bit. This is my boyfriend, Jonathan Ramirez. Hello, that's me. <laughs> We've been together how long? Uh, four and a half years now. We have been, absolutely. Um, Best four and a half years of your life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yours, and I was like, wow, that was so sweet. I should have known. Anyway, this is what I'm dealing with. Can't you guys see why I've stuck around for four and a half years? You love it. <laughs> Sometimes. So let's get into a little, I guess, background of how we met and everything. Um, basically, 
supposedly, allegedly, we met a few times. Oh, we met <laughs> at least three times. It was obviously a lot more memorable for one of us. You were not sober for two of those moments, I think. I also wasn't sober for the third, but I remember that one more. I don't know why. Yeah. Or in general, I don't remember any of the others. But apparently we met a couple of times. Uh, John worked with my brother and my sister-in-law, correct? Yes. And apparently we were at a lot of the same parties, um, at least one or two of them with different people at the time. Yeah. I I remember I was with a guy, my former boyfriend before you, and you were with another girl you had just gotten with. And yep. uh, yeah. Doo-doo boy and girly. Okay. Anyway, we've given our exes nicknames. That's probably very healthy, right? <laughs> it's not going to why they're called that. Uh, but either way, we met another time, and uh, the time I actually remember meeting is uh, before I went to go work on cruise ships. It was literally my going away party. Um, Wait, that's the one you remember? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I know. It is surprising. I was very blackout that night as well. You know, it's my brand. Got to stay on it. Uh, but anyway, we were having a big party. It was an at sea or bon voyage theme. I was, of course, dressed in a sailor outfit because I dress up anytime I get the absolute chance to. Yes, you were dressed up. I remember that. Did you like it? Totally. <laughs> you did. You said I was hot. I did. Don't try to play cool here just because there's a mic in your face. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Anyway, so we met that night, talked um, a little bit. But anyway, then I left for, uh, to work on cruise ship for many years, um, <clears throat> came back, and uh, I guess, you know, I was trying to settle back into real life, and uh, I remember being on Facebook one day, and my brother and sister-in-law invited me to their Friendsgiving party, <clears throat> which I'm sure everybody's friends has those every year, your Thanksgiving party with friends where you play games, everybody brings food, it's like a big potluck, and I was like peeping the invite list on this, and I remember seeing a guy that I thought was really attractive. I was like, damn, he's so hot. So I messaged my brother, and I was like, who is this guy? And, um, and then after further stalking, I realized he had a girlfriend. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie, I was totally like, damn, she's dating up. Like, what? <laughs> when I saw you guys, I totally did. And so I was kind of bummed because uh, my brother's like, yeah, he has a girlfriend. I was like, damn, of course he does. He's so cute. And then weeks went by, and then apparently you guys broke up. Yes, we did. And it was interesting. Very interesting breakup. It wasn't? Not really. No. You're like, I'm going to say not really because I don't really want to get into this. Why did I open my mouth? I'm not giving this information out to these people. Exactly. Okay, that's what I thought. No free information. Yeah. You're not very uh, very open. And I, I am the opposite. I open if you ask. Is this like a riddle or something? No. Just I don't willingly give out information. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh, it turns out uh, John was single then. And going to this party. So apparently, did my brother tell you I asked about you or it was just coincidental that you saw me on Tinder or something, right? Uh, Honestly, I don't remember. I just remember. It's been four and a half years. Yeah, and you don't remember anything. I'm getting there, but. I don't remember yesterday, so. <laughs> it's true. So what happened was basically you found me on Tinder and you told my brother, hey, bro, uh, just to let you know, I found your sister on Tinder and I swiped right. Is that what that means? What? The swiping. I don't remember anymore. Yes. Swipe okay. right means you ma- you you swiped on me a good okay. way. Okay. Anyway, so you told my brother that. And I did like, tell your brother that. Yeah, so, I do remember that. I never saw you. Like We didn't live in the same area, so like I never saw you on Tinder or Bumble or anything. And then my brother actually told me that, and then I was like, oh, OMG. So anyway, long story short, that's basically how we met. We met at Friendsgiving. It was super awkward at first. Like We were both on keto, and like our very first conversation <laughs> was literally about bacon-wrapped jalapenos. Do you remember that? Yes, your brother makes the best bacon-wrapped jalapenos. <laughs> he really does. 
Uh, so, you know, drinks flowed, flirting happened, yada, yada, yada. Friends with benefits is really how we started. Let's be real. Pretty much, yeah. Um, John, you know, invited himself over basically no. one night and completely took advantage of me. Not at all. It was horrifying. You bent me over the counter. <laughs> and you almost broke my Woodford. I did almost break your uh, bottle and glasses. Yeah, it was very sexy. Ooh, you know what's so funny is your parents listen to this. Mine too, oh, yeah. but it's even funnier. My mom is like not shocked by anything I say or do anymore. She just turns the radio off. Hi, mom. But your mom, <laughs> she's uh, she's probably like laughing right now. Yeah, probably. So basically, yeah. So that's how it happened. It started with friends with benefits. My decision, I didn't want anything serious. I just wanted a fling and some fun. And um, then months later, we are in a relationship. And now, four and a half years later, we're on like our third place to live together. And uh, and we're fighting. All the time. It's so fun. Relationships. Am I right? I don't think you can have a relationship without fighting. Oh, really? Yeah. This is interesting. There's so, oh, man. We could cover like, I could do all my episodes with you and all of our fucked up problems we have and things we disagree on. Probably. Definitely. Like the fact that, I don't know if you disagree now or, or you think differently, but do you remember at first? Like, so the first year, you know, there's the honeymoon phase. There is that name for a honeymoon phase for a reason. The honeymoon phase is usually within the first six months to a year of a relationship where everything is great. There's no fighting. You love each other. You walk in the door and you're like, babe, I miss you. And you hug and you make out. The sex is fire and it's constant and it's so fun. It is so fun. And then the honeymoon phase fades away. And that's how you can tell if you're meant to be in a relationship or how you handle the struggles and real life stuff. And basically our relationship or our honeymoon phase lasted like a year and a half. Something like that. And then, you know, things faded. Real life problems came in. We saw each other for who we really were. You know, certain sex acts stopped happening as often. Nice gestures and flowers stopped coming as often. (laughs) All that happened. Um, And I mentioned to John, who was very concerned about the way our sex life had fell off a little bit. And I said, honeymoon phase, you know what happens? And he's like, that doesn't happen. That happens to none of my friends. I've never even heard of that. Nobody even knows what the honeymoon phase is. And I'm like, are you a psycho? Of course it does. Everyone knows about the honeymoon phase. It's a thing. I don't remember this conversation. (laughs) You know what? Ooh, I feel like that's like literally an excuse you use now. I, I honestly don't. John has a very bad memory, but I feel like it's so convenient for if something doesn't go his way or he's like, oh, I'm wrong here. He's like, I don't remember that. That's really how he sounds too. That's exactly how I sound. <laughs> yes. I do remember but that. do you more believe now in the honeymoon phase or you still think that's a BS? Genuinely. I plead the fifth. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it anymore. Lee the Fifth, awesome. You're a great podcast guest. Glad I asked you here. (laughs) Anyway, we are sipping on Moscow Mules right now. Cheers. I feel like the fight has gotten less bad. Actually, it could be the drinks, but I feel like the drinks are what actually like lead to our fights sometimes. Yeah, I think once we get past the like, once we hit like midway through the third drink, Mm -hmm. we're both a little irritable. I see. Okay. Well, um... I uh, am having a hard time remembering if I started recording this, so I'm going to go check that. And why don't you tell everyone? <laughs> why don't you tell everyone what you do uh, for a living, if you want? Hooray! Is that is that information something that we're allowed to know, or is that secret too? No, everyone. I mean, you pretty much know. All right. Well, I'll be very quick. So, if you just want to tell everyone what you do for a living and a little about yourself, go. Well, I work at uh, Southwest Airlines. Um, Basically, I work in our tech area, and I fix a lot of the computers. 
Um, so anytime somebody comes through with a computer issue or they need something fixed or they're missing something or, you know, anything like that, I'm there for them. Are you just going to stop? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I was recording. I just want to make sure. Um, I was recording another podcast episode with my uh, my friend D when we do our Under the Shade Tree podcast. And there was a day we recorded like this most awesome just fire episode for an hour. And then afterwards realized the whole thing had not been recording. And we were like, there's no way we can recreate how good that was. So it's a nightmare. I'm out of breath. <laughs> well, you did run. It did run. Okay. So, uh, you know what? Let's uh, Let's get into what we were fighting about. Maybe do some couples therapy. Um, honestly, I don't remember what we were fighting about. Um, I do. <laughs> Please go. Shocking, right? It's not a shock. <laughs> so, full disclosure here. Um, like I said, we've been together four and a half years. There's struggles we're going through, which I think everybody in any relationship goes through. I personally kind of like hearing about other people's struggles because <laughs> it makes me feel more, like more normal. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe we're not so messed up. Yeah. Um, but we do. We have our fights just like everyone else. I think our biggest struggles in our relationships are I want more romance and nice gestures. I love the hearts, the flowers, the celebrations, the surprises, the sweet, you know, things being done for me. I love that stuff. It can be the tiniest thing ever. You could literally pick a flower outside and come in and be like, this is for you, babe. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And my like world would be made. I'm so easy. I'm not just like a little easy. I'm so easy. John here. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) John here uh, is the 1,000% like opposite. He doesn't believe in nice gestures or romance or doing anything. Um, He also thinks that if he's ever asked to do it, it's pressure. And if you ask him, that'll be another year before he considers possibly doing it again. Or do you want to give it in your words? (laughs) I like to do things on of my own free will, and I don't like being constantly reminded that I'm not doing something. Like, say, like, do you like it when I constantly say that you don't wash the dishes? No, because it's not true. Exactly. Okay. Like, I do nice gestures, and I do nice things. You do every once in a while. And some of them you don't realize for what they are. Now, fully open here, I do I do acknowledge that. I do understand that sometimes you might feel like you do things and I, and I just like let them pass by and I don't really fully acknowledge the nice things that you do. So I am aware of that and I am trying to be more open about acknowledging that or realizing it. And aside from that, there's sometimes where I'll sit there and think about something or I'll be talking to my mom or my friends and I'm like, oh, and then it clicks and I'm like, oh, that was really nice. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I, I do, I am aware of that. I also feel like this is me trying and I feel like I try a little more. I feel like I, I'm very, I've gotten very good at admitting my faults and when I'm wrong and apologizing when I'm wrong. And I feel like you are not that way. I well, feel like you're a little opposite. Well, there's a perfectly good explanation for that. It's just that I'm never wrong. <sighs> We're trying to be real here. Exactly. Yeah. I hate you. I wish I had a laugh track. <laughs> I'm never wrong. <laughs> anyway but for real i i feel like i'm i'm better at admitting defeat if you will or you know what i mean like sometimes sometimes no you're very competitive you don't like to lose i am very competitive but i want this to work and i i don't like fighting i really don't and so i'm trying really hard to be better about like fixing stuff and i i don't know if you ever realize that i do realize it yes 
And sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? Like it's a like it's a trick or a trap or, like or it's something. A, like it's not gonna last long. I see. I guess I could see that, but I don't know. It's just frustrating. And and full disclosure to everyone, we have actually been looking for a couples counselor, like a couples therapy thing, um, mostly because we have issues and we both want it to work. Obviously, um, there's just so many differences, and not just differences in opinion, but we. I don't think I've ever dated somebody so different than me in personality we are so extremely different oh my god we're so different polar opposites literally i'm hilarious you're (laughs) interesting i'm really good looking i'm really talented (laughs) now start on you i'm (laughs) really touche touche okay so um but basically like i'm very open i'm outgoing i like i meet everyone I don't meet a stranger basically I'm super social I like being you always say it in a mean way I feel like you always say I like being the center of attention or I love attention and that sounds really mean when you say it to somebody I don't mean it that way you just definitely like attention I you have as (laughs) as Angie said you have main character energy my uh my brother and my sister-in-law told me that but I also took that as a compliment and my brother's like it's not (laughs) Which is mean. That's mean. It really is. But I work. I do. I work in entertainment. I like making people laugh. I have no problem talking openly and in front of people. Like, I love it. I think it's fun. So I feel like when you say you love attention, it's kind of a mean thing. But basically, you mean it as, like, you don't mind having the attention on you, whereas you, John, would prefer being away from people at home, playing video games, watching Netflix, on your phone, whatever. Um... Just secluded. Yeah, well, maybe not secluded. Just I like having me time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or a small, you would prefer like a small group of people that you like and choose to be around more than like a big social outing or something. Yeah, and I enjoy being around people where I don't have to make small talk. Yeah. And like, oh, how are you doing? How was your day? What are you doing for work? Oh, how's everything going? How's your dog? How are the kids? I hate that. I hate making small talk. It's the worst part. Like, and especially like at work, sometimes I have to make small talk with the people that come in. Right. And I feel like I don't relate to anyone. I see. Um, and I don't know what it what that is. Like, maybe it's just the lack of empathy or whatever that I have. Yeah, such a lack of empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Just another reason we're very different. I yeah. am the most emotional human. And I don't know if anybody out there listening believes in zodiac signs, but I'm a cancer. I'm the crab. I'm the I'm the crab. <laughs> and I uh supposedly have all the emotions and I do. Yeah, I am no, so you, nostalgic. You 100% wear your heart on your sleeve. Oh my god, I do. And like there was one time I told the guys at work that you are like an open nerve. Like you're just like you're yeah. waiting to be touched and immediately react. React. I, I am a hundred. And, and it's like that in good and bad. Like I can be like one day have like the best day ever and like so happy. And and even sometimes when I have a great day, it almost scares me because I'm like, I know the, the other shoe's going to drop. You know, tomorrow's going to be a really bad day. Or, it's a problem. Even so, like yesterday I went to get food for my birds and the woman who works at the shop there that I adore was like kind of quiet and I'm like do you think she's mad at me do you think I did something to piss her off do you think she's having a bad day is it something personal like it's it's bad <laughs> it's really bad yeah it's it's, it's, I, it's exhausting it's just the anxiety I think yeah and I 
like like you said, we're opposite. Like I don't feel that at all. No. Like if somebody's having a bad day, I'm like, that's their problem. I have nothing yeah. to do with that. So it's it's a hard thing, right? To like so you who doesn't want to like talk to anybody or anybody really talk to them essentially and me I'm like an open book and if I have a bad day and all my emotions are just here and I'm like please love me comfort me I need somebody to talk to you and you're like you're, it's like a person who doesn't want a baby you're like holding me at arm's length like somebody take this child <laughs> I don't want to change this diaper do you know what I mean yeah I get that it's just like that it's yeah a pretty apt analogy, yes. And just to go hand in hand with other things we're different with, like celebrations. I, I was raised my entire life to celebrate everything. Birthdays, pets' birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, Valentine's Day, all the holidays. Like, happy, 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 fun, fun, fun. Any excuse for a celebration. And you? Yeah, I was uh, raised like we didn't celebrate anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so, I mean, we didn't celebrate birthdays. We didn't really celebrate mother's day or father's day easter no christmas no halloween Mm -hmm. i mean really the only holiday that we ever really celebrated which i don't even think we celebrated it we just enjoyed it It was fourth of july and thanksgiving yeah which i mean thanksgiving we didn't really celebrate your dad just wanted turkey right yeah we would have (laughs) turkey or we'd go to like Ugh, we'd go to Luby's or Furs and like <laughs> yeah. get turkey and dressing there. And then hey, we'd no go, hate on Luby's. We'd go home and then watch the Cowboys game. That was that was like the extent of a, a family ritual for yeah. us. So once again, like it's like, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the biggest one in my opinion, and that's communication. And again, just like everything else, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I communicate about everything and I think everything should be talked about and put out there and not held in. And you're completely opposite. Nothing needs to be talked about. I'm good with whatever. And you move on like that. Yeah. And that that's a problem. It's a problem because everyone says communication is the biggest part of a relationship and it is. But that's kind of why we're looking at counselors and, and therapy because there's got to be a way we can learn to communicate, like meet in the middle. It shouldn't be, hey, John, you need to communicate more because Sarah does and that's healthy. Like, But also we shouldn't shut ourselves off. Like there should be, we need to find some way to like meet in the middle and learn to communicate with each other as being polar opposites. I agree. And there's got to be a way to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be. There has to be. And I, we, I do agree. I am, but I, I will say, sometimes it feels like the road only goes one way. In our relationship, you mean? Yeah. Or in general, like, if we go to counseling, you think it's going to be that way? Um, No, I think, like, in our relationship. Like, I feel like a lot of times you do things, and then if I did the same thing, you would be upset about it. I see. You know what I mean? Not really. Well... I, I can't give you any examples. That's what I would love as an yeah. example because I have no idea what you well, mean. But the memory is so bad right now. I like I don't hold specific examples. To heart. Yeah, I just know like oh wow, rules for thee, none for me, kind of situation. You know what I mean? I see. But oh, how about this? We'll take last night into into okay into uh, consideration. So we got there right mm-hmm. to the bar. We went. You have to set this up. Yeah. So we went to a bar <laughs> because she wanted to go do karaoke. I which... didn't want to do karaoke. I wanted to play ping pong and have a couple of drinks. Yeah. And we got there, and you were too full and said, "I don't want to do anything." Yeah, I just wanted to sit and have a drink yes. and enjoy making fun of the people that were doing karaoke. Correct. Um. So we got there. As soon as we got there, like you went to go pee, 
and you left me there at the bar while you were talking to the bartender for what was it like 15 minutes yes and can i interject i I understand you didn't want to talk to him no but if you had seen me across the bar talking to a bartender a female bartender for 15 minutes you would have been a little what's going on and then you would have had an attitude okay first of all I would say there's an asterisk there because it depends on what they would look like. And if she looked the equivalent of what the guy I was talking to last night looked like, I would not have cared. <laughs> I would not have cared. Considering but, your dating history. Okay. You mean now? Agreed. <laughs> I'm the best you've had. Okay. Well, anyway, we got there last night and I had to pee so bad. You knew this. I, I had to pee at the restaurant we were at and I was like, I don't want to pee at this bathroom. I want to go to the... <laughs> bathroom where we're going and you knew this i said it like five million times as you know so we get there and i had to pee so bad i even said look there's open seats go get us his open seats and then i'm gonna go to the bathroom and, and i didn't even go sit down i had to pee so bad and i'm going to the bathroom and i'm almost there and i even told you this and then i heard somebody go katniss which is my karaoke name and i'm like oh god and it was the bartender that works there he was off and he was there drinking to watch the dallas stars game as was the manager slash owner and they were all called me over there to talk to me and he was telling me oh my god and this guy never talks this much but he told me about him and his fiance he just proposed to her what her name was what she does how long they've been together literally show me pictures of the ring told me that Corey taylor from slipknot had the same jeweler and you I'm, <laughs> this is all the things he told me how he's into music he went to school for it. He's seeing himself into bartending the next five years maximum and then getting out. He either wants to be in a band or producing music. He started a new band and his girlfriend's going to be the drummer and he's a singer in it. They have a show next weekend and then this is like, I'm not, wow. I could, I could go on. I could not get away. And then finally after like 10 to 15 minutes, he says, I know you were going to the bathroom. Go ahead. I'll meet you back over there. And then beelines to you to talk to you while I was peeing. Yes. So, oh my God. <laughs> like, But... I understand what you mean, I guess. Like, But again, that was completely out of my control. All I wanted to do was pee, and then I finally did. And it was one of those where it was like three minutes long, and it was like sweet relief where you're just like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was great. But anyway, I get what you mean. But Okay, see, so we do, we are good at communicating. I just, I I would like to see a therapist to try to like see if they could help us a little more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like fighting with you. You do like fighting with you? I don't like fighting with you. Okay. But I really thought, like, I didn't want to come here and do this podcast today because we were fighting. And, oh, it was your attitude, by the way, is what we were fighting about on the way here. And then you. Okay. Whoa! This coming Whoa! from the queen of attitude. I, um, yeah. And that's why I know I'm right here. So <laughs> you just, you were so snappy. And sometimes I feel like you know it and you just won't admit it. Okay. First of all, I had been in the garage all day putting together that grill. I was hot and sweaty and you were mad because I wanted to take a shower. I just said... I don't understand why you need to take a shower because I went to tan and I was hot and sweaty too. And I just said, can't you just change clothes if you're going to put a hat on? That's it. And, and I didn't even like, I was like, why do you have to shower? It was nothing like that. I just said, do you have to shower? And you're like, me, 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 me. like, and you got such a little bitch ass attitude. I'm not saying you're a bitch. I said it was a bitch ass attitude. And then like you said, it was me. You put it all on me. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm mad again. Get out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, anywho, those, uh, that's what we were fighting about. This is why we've been looking at a counselor. I, I do feel like, I don't know, like, it's like, I feel like we're both, <laughs> one of the things we have in common is that we're both really freaking hard-headed and stubborn. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, the worst thing to have in common. Like, we have, like, all the worst similarities. Yeah. Aside from our good looks. 
Yes. And huge dicks. You have one? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, you know. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. God, even like, I don't know, but it's kind of fun. The, the differences are fun, too. As it, well, for me, I guess. I don't know. Probably not you. Until uh, they don't go your way. I'm dog. I was actually being nice. Man, you know, <laughs> everyone listen to how much he keeps dogging me. I was actually going to talk about how I never liked your style of movies. Oh. Um, and now oh. I'm really enjoying them, even yes. though I don't understand them fully. And, and you're I, welcome for introducing you to good cinema. I do ask a lot of questions, which he gets mad oh my about. God, in every movie. When we sit down at a movie in a theater, he literally looks at me before it starts and says, okay, just remember, reminder, I've never seen this movie before. I'm seeing it here for the first time with you. So don't ask me anything because I don't know. I don't know why he says it because I'm still going to ask a million questions. I'm still going to. What do you think she's doing? Why is she going in there? Oh, my God. Why would she go in there? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Who is he? Why are they doing that? (laughs) Well, I don't know why you invite me to movies. Why don't you just go by yourself? I would love to sometimes. Wow. Okay. We're fighting again. Are we? Yeah. We were fighting when we came in here. I know, but I actually feel better. I kind of feel like maybe this should be our therapy, like just coming and doing a podcast. podcast Literally, like this is the best we've been for 24 hours. I've been okay. Mm, in your own mind. I was fine this morning. Me and the birds hang out this morning. You mean the birds you hate? I don't hate them. Jonathan does not like birds. They're annoying. I have oh, two God, of they're them. annoying. He wants a dog instead. I do. Oh, God, I want a dog. So bad. That's cool. I always say we could get two different apartments. Yeah, no. You keep saying you want to get another pet, but you want it to be a pig. I do want a pig. No pigs. I think the pig should be the choice. No. Two birds and a pig is a perfect combination, really. So she gets all the pets, and I get not what I want at all. Pork and chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I get not what I want at all. You get happiness and bliss. Are there birds there? Anywho. There's no bliss when there's birds. (laughs) It's actually true. And me. (laughs) Um, okay, so, uh, last thing on the couples therapy, the reason we haven't been able to really find one is because they all seem to be, like, 30 or younger, which is kind of, maybe we should give them a chance, but I am kind of like, how do they know? Like, how do they know what works? They're just, like, late 20s. What do they know about, like, being in a, like, real relationship? And maybe that's, like, boomerish or judgy. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it, I get it seems strange. And then the others are all like 85 years old. Yeah, there's really not a lot in the middle. I feel like they'd be like, cook him a rhubarb pie, <laughs> do all the dishes, let him sit and watch TV, provide him with all the sexy ones, and that's the goal. That's the, the key to a happy marriage. <laughs> the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What's a rhubarb pie? I don't know. I've never had one. <laughs> But it always sounded kind of good. I think it's red and poisonous or something. Aren't th- isn't rhubarb poisonous? I don't know. If you have a lot of it. Google it. I don't know. But speaking of that voice I just did, the last podcast <laughs> where my mom listened and got so upset. She's like, is that really what I sound like? Because I did the part where I said I ran up all my credit cards and my mom was like, I warned you. Not every time she calls me, she does that voice. And it is hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Now, we don't have much longer left. I don't like to keep these too long. Let's get into the question that everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. And let's try not to fight about this. Okay. <sighs> Marriage proposal. Okay. People want to know. We have been together four and a half years. Why have you not proposed yet? Because you won't let me get a dog. That's why. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm never getting a ring. It's steel. <laughs> Not that I don't want a dog, everyone, but we have two birds. She's a dog hater. I love dogs. She's a dog We even hater. already agreed on what kind of dog we would get if when we get one. But it's hard. Like It's not going to happen. The birds are going to live past us. <laughs> yeah, I know I say when the birds pass away, but they live to like 65, 70. Yeah, they're only no, like 10. I'm, I'm going to be 38 we, this year. I don't have that much time left. Okay. That's you literally have an, at least at least one other lifetime. Shut up. Oh, let me get a dog when I'm 78. Yeah, it's a perfect age for a dog. <laughs> Maybe you'll like be able to take care of one by then. Interesting. Shawnee boy. <laughs> So it'd just be hard. You work a lot. So I would be taking care of the damn dog all the time. Plus, I want to travel more. And we already can't travel as much as I'd like because we have birds. Now let's add a dog in there. Yeah. And the dog boarding, dog vaccinations. We don't have to board the dog. Neuter spay, emergency surgeries when they eat the trash. You know, it's a lot of work. My parents would happily take care of our dog. We also have a three-story townhome. So it'd have to go up and down the stairs. And we oh, want a big dog. It. We want a big dog. That would be hard for their joints. Coast There's just a lot. Huh? Costa <laughs> Just pumping on up. <laughs> Lube up those joints. Uh, anyway, so nice distraction, by the way, from the marriage that proposal was not question. A Genuinely. Let's let's talk about it. Genuinely? People want to know why you haven't proposed and it's been four and a half years. I honestly, There's no right or wrong answer. I, I honestly don't have a reason why I haven't proposed. I mean, I guess um Money is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Knowing that you want to ride in on a freaking elephant is a little daunting. Okay. Um, and you, you genuinely think I wouldn't budge from that? Uh, genuinely. You're you're gonna have to because it's illegal in the United States. But. Okay. <laughs> well, just know that like I've always said that in a joking fashion. I don't really need camels and elephants at my wedding. Now the mariachi band is is not negotiable. That has to be there. Yeah. Um. But, like, literally, this would be, like, the cheapest wedding ever. First of all, I'd be fine with us eloping somewhere and then just coming back for a huge party, which, one, that saves a ton. But workmates from the Lex and Terry show, Terry already said he would marry us. D said he would DJ for us. Uh, Lex said he would do something, like, play the guitar when we walked down the aisle or something. Either way, like, and then, like, all the people that, like, listen and support, like, all, have all offered these things for just, like, you know, just wanting to do them to help because they love us or, you know, hey you know shout us out on the air like there's so we probably would have to pay like next to nothing yeah genuinely also your um proposal requirements are a bit daunting for me specifically that is true you can tell them about that um so she would like a very public proposal whereas me i'm very low-key i don't like bringing attention to myself whereas she likes all the attention you're low-key you're a trickster you wish (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing is, like, she wants to be proposed to, like, almost like no other woman does. Like, she wants a proposal in the middle of a baseball game where everyone can see and her entire family is there to celebrate the entire occasion. Again. Okay. Like, main character energy. Now, (laughs) can we talk about how that is exactly not at all what I've said anymore? How I did say that. I did have a lot of rules at the beginning. I will tell you that. I said at first, I said, I want to be together at least a year, at least a year. Or did I say two years before? I said at least a year, maybe two years before engaging. I just remember the requirements. It was at least one to two years. I I need to know if if I can say yes. And then also I wanted to be engaged at least a year, at least, before we even had a wedding. So there's that. 
And then my rules for the proposal were a lot. I did say I wanted it to be a complete surprise. I wanted it to be very loud, public, in your face. I wanted all of our family to be there, all of that. But like literally like over a year ago, maybe two years ago, I completely changed that. And it actually started stripping off slowly. Like I was like, well, our families don't have to be there. Well, it doesn't have to be that public. Oh, you know what? It actually could be while we're traveling somewhere. And and now it's nothing. And I don't, I don't even think that's because like I want it so bad that I'm like, please propose. Let me take off all my rules. I think it's just like, I really don't need that. I mean, I, I've also seen people propose on like tops of mountains or when they're traveling somewhere, just like a really intimate moment. You know, I would like it to be big. I do like extra. I am an extra person. I love extra, but it doesn't have to be here with all of our families or all, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Yeah. Really all I would really want. Like I would love to have at least somebody taking a picture. You don't have to like a lot of people, you can hire a photographer to like blend in and they'll be there when you do it, which I would love pictures or video of that. But I also would be fine with like just some rando like from the hotel or that you see, but like, hey, can you can you get this on camera? Like, whatever. <laughs> I would like it to be documented, but that's about it anymore. Like, I just want it to be done in your way, and I want you to want to do it. Yeah. I don't want there to be pressure. Like, that, what's the fun in that? That's like not. That's not cool, you know. Yeah. And I will say, even from my perspective, this has been difficult. Like, and sometimes I don't even know if it's me thinking these things or if it's other people putting them in my head because working on air and you know having big families and a lot of friends like and your life is so public I get stuff all the time from everyone why hasn't he proposed something's wrong with him he's cheating he's seeing someone else he's never gonna want to get married you know he's wasting your best years your young years you're gonna turn 40 and then he's gonna leave you and go with someone younger and then you'll have wasted all your best years on him all your pretty years and then you're gonna be alone He's not doing it. He's never going to do it. He doesn't really love you. He's never going to propose if he hasn't already. I'm not joking. This is stuff I hear every single day. Every single day. So, like, it's exhausting. And then, like, you know me. I wouldn't say I'm weak-minded, but I'm very, like... You're you're very... I'm very naive. You're very... I'm very empathetic. Influenceable. Yes. You're a sucker. God, I want to punch your face. You're lucky you're far. Sucker punch. (laughs) (laughs) anyway so like having to hear these things all the time like sometimes I'm like do I really need this like do I need a ring now or is this other people putting these ideas in my head you know and and it sucks it sucks to think all these things like maybe I am doing something wrong maybe he really doesn't love me it just it sucks you know yeah and I'm sure you don't get that no I mean I don't get that at all I mean yeah we do things on our own time we do you, you do things on your own time like if you don't want to go return an item in a store and I'm not going to do it for you. You'll do it eventually. Yeah. Usually on the 89th day of a 90 day (laughs) return policy. (laughs) And then like my two closest friends, you know, one is, is getting a divorce and she's like, don't push it. Don't rush it. If things are good, keep it. Like, it's fine. You don't need to get married. If I could go back, I wouldn't do it again. And then my other close friend has been with her guy, what, five years, like at least a year longer than us, five and a half years. And they have, she doesn't even care if they ever get married. You know, and I mean, I don't know, like, do I, but I know I do. I know I do. And I know I want a wedding, but sometimes I really have to stop myself and be like, is this me talking or is this somebody else? You know? Yeah. I mean, I've never understood what, why women thinks that's like the end all be all. Like, why is marriage your number one priority? It's not my number one priority. No, I don't mean yours specifically. Just women in general. Women in general. Well, that's like kind of the society thing, right? Get married, have kids, white picket fence, like happily ever after, whatever. I don't need all that. But I do want a wedding. And I do want 
fun and I want I just feel like it's like a promise like a commitment you know with things the way they are now yeah it's simple but like one person could easily walk away at any time so yeah, it's you almost can do like, that in a marriage too it's called divorce yeah it is called divorce but it's not as easy <laughs> as just being like oh bye bitch you know yeah I get it it's like bye bitch and like a bunch of other shit <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I don't know but basically yeah I obviously I do want to get married and then you know as time goes on if it gets five years six years seven years like you're really gonna start thinking like is this ever going to happen? Do I want to stick around? Like, Because it would suck if you broke up one day and then I'm like, wow, I was 30. I don't even know how old I was when I met you anymore. 31, 32. I don't know. And then your mom would be like, I warned you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, all right. Well, we covered some of that. I uh, still don't know if there's any solution or whatever, um, but I was just trying to give the people what they want. And now we are running out of time. We have some patios to go sip some drinks on. So I did put out a poll um, for questions uh, that anybody had for you and I. Okay. And I didn't want to tell you this, so you would be like freaking out or not prepared. So Surprise. It is a surprise. So here we go. And there's some good ones. So let's see. Here we go. Um, First question was about marriage. Um, You just answered that. Uh, Another question. How do you feel about Sarah having an OnlyFans? Uh, I mean- it's your life. You do with it what you want. You never feel jealous or get like weird or insecure or wonder what is she posting on there? Not really, no. Have you ever made a private account to like sign up to make sure? No, you know I haven't. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, how do you feel about me working in entertainment and on air? Have you ever had a problem with that? Are you uncomfortable? Anything bother you about it? Um, No. Other than people knowing my name. It's a little weird. But I see. No. Okay. Next question. Why is, how did you pull a girlfriend that is so hot? Uh, well, first of all, it really helps being mildly attractive um, and at least somewhat funny. Uh, I think, honestly, funny is probably a little better than being attractive. I see. There's a lot of ugly, funny dudes who have hot girlfriends. That is very true. Uh, next question. Why does the movie Interstellar suck? This must be a you question. No, these are all literally like people that emailed stuff in. It does not suck. Okay. It's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen, and I cry every time. I see. Uh, next question. Why do you smell so bad? Yes, these were all written by me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an inner seller does suck. It does not suck. All right. Well, that is all for today. Um, kind of took a different turn than what I wanted to do just because of the fighting, but it actually kind of turned out to be great. We're fighting? Not anymore. Oh, okay. I'm over it. Hooray. But, you know, it's like walking on eggshells. <laughs> don't, don't remind me where I'm fighting. I'll, I'll get mad again. That's like another thing that's so weird is I totally hold grudges. Like, I, I don't say hold grudges, but I, I, it takes me a long time to let things go. I, yeah. I stay upset about them. I need to process them fully and then let let them go in my own way. Yeah, well, even if you like start talking about a situation that you've already let go of, if you bring it up again, you'll get re-mad I do, about I the situation. I do do that. It's a problem. Do-do <laughs> do that. You go take a do-do and you come back down and you're like, all right, what's for dinner? And you're like completely over it. Pretty much, yeah. And you do do a lot. I've never <laughs> been with a guy that's pooped so much before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you shy no not at all did i make you horny (laughs) all right did i make you british (laughs) who throws a shoe honestly all right i feel like this is we jumped the shark (laughs) 
Yes, we did. But everybody has a jump the shark moment. All right. Well, thanks for coming in with me today. I know you don't like this stuff very much or like being in the public eye or like it when I say Jonathan Ramirez to everyone. Yeah, exactly. But you're here and you did it. And I appreciate you. You're welcome. Now let's go get some drinks and some apps on a patio somewhere. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is super fun. And um, yeah, hope you learned something. I'll put a little poll on here. Oh, I'm going to do a poll that says, uh, do you think our relationship is doomed or this is normal and we're fine? I'm scared to read those results, yeah, though. I don't think that's going to go the way you want it to. <laughs> anyway, thanks to everyone for, uh, for subscribing and for listening. Again, I just like every week I'm so excited and, and like surprised and like appalled by like the people that are actually listening and uh it warms my heart if you will and uh things are just looking up i will say too i i had the first couple of episodes i had pre-recorded like a couple weeks in advance and this is the first one i'm actually doing live and starting to release them like the next week or a few days later uh which is a little um nerve-wracking because now i have to like really be on my game and keep the consistency up and it's a little uh it's pressure. It's for sure some pressure, but it's a lot of fun. And um, I also got my first sponsor. What? what? I will talk about that on the next episode, but it's exciting. That's something I cried about the other night. I was like, this is real. It's really happening. <laughs> God, I have so many emotions. It's so exhausting. So anyway. All the emotions. All the emotions. Well, thank you again for coming. Thanks uh, for everyone for listening. I'm literally five years old. I like laughed at my own comment about the coming just now. Congratulations. I wouldn't say five, maybe like 15. That's a little creepy. I should just probably edit this all out, but I'm too lazy. All right, guys, until next time, stay cool, and I'll see you in the next episode of The Sarah B Show. Ow.